Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first Explorer Call of 2022 here at IRA. I'm Janine Stanley. I'm the Director of Customer Communications. We have with us tonight the man behind the curtain, Mr. Ryan Bishop. Hey, Ryan. I'm the head of making things work here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, He's and, the head uh, guy of making <laughs> stuff happen. Um, Hello, everyone. Are... <laughs> I'm so excited to be here today. Yay. Happy January 2022. Gosh, I almost said 2021. <laughs> yeah. We also have our chief marketing officer, which is your new title, Sandy Marcus. Hey, Sandy. Hello, everybody. And I have to say that is the perfect <laughs> title for Ryan, the uh, in charge of making everything work. That is perfect. <laughs> That's pretty much been the theme of today for Ryan, too, just making stuff work. That's right. And then we also have, um, who just joined us here, our boss of everything, CEO, Troy Otilio. Hey, Ryan. I I think we're going to change titles. I'm going to be boss of everything today. (laughs) Boss of everything. I'm I'm set up for failure, right? Because if you're boss of everything and things break, then anyway. Hello, everyone. I'm I'm the making stuff happen. So that's, you know. (laughs) That's a two two sides of the coin kind of, both of those are two sides of the coin kinds of titles, right? When everything's going great, they're great titles to have. Right? The other side. Exactly. Exactly. So before I turn it over to Troy to give you a couple words about, you know, Ira and the new year, wanted to make a couple announcements. And these are good things. These are kind of catch up announcements for everyone. So our first one is our holiday promo. I wanted to announce the winners. Who were our winners of the holiday promo? Yay. These are the two people that used the most access offer minutes and most access offers actually during our holiday period. And those two folks are Kimberly Cannon from the United States and Amar Latif from, I believe he's from Great Britain. He works with a company called Travelize, which is exciting. And then the gentleman who won our CEO award for the most new offers used by someone for the first time is Mr. Juan Sosa. And so congratulations to everyone who won. We had uh, winners from both the US and internationally uh, every week for six weeks. And we had 53% more access minutes used than we did last year during that time. So that's really pretty huge, folks. And thank you all for coming out. And if you tried our access offers for the first time, or maybe tried some that you had never tried before, uh, thank you for doing that. And thank you for showing our access partners some love. And Troy, I'm going to turn it over to you for a couple of words. And what have you been up to lately? Well, I just got back from a conference um, really focused on aviation and airports. And that, you know, I'll share a little bit about that. Um, Some interesting findings. And um, I know a lot of us uh, are starting to use uh, airlines a little more, including myself. So I'll share a little bit about that. Um, What else have I been up to? I think like a lot of us, uh, you know, if we look back the last month, you know, there was the the holiday period and and years. And and frankly, I'll share how it's great to connect with my full family. I have three daughters and, and my wife, and it was just great to, you know, um, as, as how the weather here in San Diego is always nice, but it's been a little colder, which which we appreciate because then, you know, we get to huddle inside and, uh, you know, maybe watch some TV and, and, and what have you. But, you know, there's been some family. And then, frankly, you know, the big lift has been planning for 2022, which is here. And, um, you know, we have our plans, which, which, which I can share, but ultimately, uh, you know, one thing you should all know is that Ira's on good, better footing than it was the year before. And, and even, even since the start of the pandemic, we're on our best footing ever, which is to say, um, you know, we're getting increasing support from industry and, and access uh, partners. And we still see our user base, uh, you know, growing. And we see like in the daily calls and whether it's how you rate them, or, you know, in my case, I get to review some of the sessions. Um, I can see that, uh, you know, we're continuing to provide service to, but now to more people. And frankly, you know, we all, you know, yeah, it was, it was a great year in terms of uh, when I look back on the outcomes, but for 2022 now, 
it's it's about you know our our new desktop product which we've we've talked about i'm sure many of you are like well hurry up and deliver it um i can tell <laughs> you uh you know um we're, we're starting to do some very limited testing it's still going to be a little while because we want to make sure we get it right but it is definitely what do we like to say sandra you like to say uh, is it perking percolating like coffee <laughs> It's definitely. definitely on the stove. I do, it's definitely I do say, yep, it's definitely perking like coffee. Yep. Um, so that so that's exciting. But um, I think I'll say uh, I'll share just a little bit about aviation and, and, and airline industry and, and what it means. So many of you may or may not know our very first. So we started as a as a subscriber model. Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna have a professional service. We're gonna have professional agents. We're gonna hire the very best engineers. We're gonna create the service that includes glasses. Um, we're going to go to the VCs. We're going to get a lot of money to help us get over the hump of being profitable. And we're going to do it by charging, you know, explorers, subscribers, you know, ultimately to, to pay for the service. And um, I think we all know, like, there's, there's a limit on that ability, right? Like that, you know, from a financial perspective. Um, and then we came up with the idea, well, maybe, maybe corporate America, maybe government, maybe others want to help uh, share the cost and and um, our first our first uh, attempt was was uh, an airport it happened to be Memphis airport and you're like well why Memphis well I can tell you why but it's it's ultimately where we started and since then we've we've landed about 40 50 airports well I got a chance to go meet with the organization that helped us get started uh, a couple weeks ago at a conference where the conference was focused on problems and issues um, in the aviation business, but why I'm talking about it relative to IRAs, because you're going to see us um, take together with this, uh, it's called the um, American Association of Airport Executives, um, but it's really, it's it's airport leaders, CEOs of airports, it's airlines, it's TSA, it's, it's everyone in the aviation space. But by going there, I realized, um, first off, domestic travel is, is rising. Um, and at the same time, there's a real labor issue. Um, TSA, airports, and I think we all know this, like everywhere you find these pockets of, what do you mean there's no one here to help me? Like, where's all the people to, you know, if you go out to dinner, perhaps maybe service a little slow. Well, labor is just a challenge. And what they like about IRA is they trust that we're doing a great job and they don't have to deploy the labor or make changes. And um, there's also renewed interest in creating a better experience from the from the airlines and the airports and so maybe to conclude um i think uh because of you all on the call because many of you share your experiences um and you kind of help us communicate this value that we create um together called trust and a great experience airlines and airports are really interesting now getting to that next level so more airports and that even bleeds into transportation because many of them are connected and so I'm, among other things, I'm, I'm excited about, um, you know, landing more airports, um, both in the U.S. And, and outside the U.S. And, and it's just great to be in 2022. Wow, what a great yeah. segue, Troy, because we have a new access partner in the airport space and that is the Edmonton International Airport in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. All right, yeah. celebration for our Canadian friends. We have now four airports in Canada, and I expect that we're probably going to have a few more by, uh, you know, the end of uh, 2022. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Well, now for tonight's topic, um, we know you've all come for the announcement at the end, but now for tonight's big topic, and that is our COVID promotion and COVID at home rapid antigen testing, which there has been a lot of talk about this topic and we'll take you through a little history so in late march of 2021 we designed our covid vaccine promo and originally we set that up because people were having such a difficult time with the vaccine websites to register to get their vaccines to uh, find out information about uh, numbers of cases in their local areas, things like that. So we gave folks one call of up to 30 minutes per day. And 
people took advantage of that very nicely and were able to use that to get their um, vaccines and get registered and things like that. And then we saw the use of that fall off over the summer, but still, that actually was very important for people, for example, in Australia and New Zealand, because they had a lot of difficulty getting actual vaccines into their country. So they still really needed us and the promo. So we kept the promo going, but then we started to see in September, October, that it really hit in November when more and more of the at-home test kits became available. The people were calling in and saying, you know, we really need help with these kits because as anyone knows who has had to take one of these at-home tests, there is absolutely nothing accessible about any of these, I don't think. Um, there is, you know, little accessible information, none that comes with the test. And so calling an agent to help you work with the test materials was really important. And so we decided to reconstruct our promo a little bit. We broadened it and now it is called the IRA COVID promotion. It covers 30 minutes per day in as many calls as you need. And the reason that we changed that was that some of the tests, many of them in fact, require a little bit of a waiting period before you see the results. So you'll need to call back. So you will have 30 minutes a day to use for things like COVID uh, getting the test, figuring out to, you know, where to get them, how to get them, um, actually taking the test, getting the results, and then also getting, and this is on top of all the other things that are covered in the promo, but also uh, getting photos of your test results and, and getting those submitted to different places that you may need to submit those test results to. So Sandy, I'd like to talk if you can talk a little bit about what we have up on our website now um, regarding these, because we have a really nice PDF up there um, that I would love you to talk about because you you worked with our agents and uh, we all worked on this PDF. And could you tell folks a little bit uh, about that? Thank you, I would be happy to. So uh, we have a webpage about the COVID promotion. And of course, I'm not going to be able to think of the URL right this second, but I will. I never fear, I will give it at the end. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. That's why we're a good team. So uh, the piece that Janine's talking about is called Tips for Testing. And it's an accessible PDF that you can download. It should be screen reader friendly. And it steps you through everything to think about and potentially prepare and materials to gather before you make a call to an agent to work through taking your at-home test. So everything from being seated at a clean workspace, gathering perhaps a baking sheet or a bowl with low sides to put all of the pieces from the kit in so nothing accidentally rolls off of your workspace, washing your hands before you start, having tissues nearby at the risk of sounding impolite. Some of the kids ask you to clear your uh, nasal passages before you take your sample. And then it talks you through uh, familiarize yourself with all of the pieces as you work with your agent and your agent reviews the kit instructions. Familiarize yourself with the size and the shape and the feeling of each of the pieces so that when you actually begin to follow the instructions, it's all familiar. And it's written in, I think, pretty clear language and step-by-step -step logical from setup all the way through to when you're complete with your agent and what you can ask of him or her about um, getting images of the test results uh, labeled, dated with your name so that you have that documentation. And we put we put a good deal of thought into it. Janine and I actually stepped through this process kind of role-playing. Um, Janine is the explorer and Sandy is the agent and then bounced it off of Joshua, uh, the fellow who's leading our agent services organization, bounced it off of a couple of the agents on his team so that we could bring you something that was as useful, uh, as practical as possible. So when you make that call and you connect, 
you are as educated as we can make you to work through the process smoothly and efficiently. So I encourage you to go grab that and, uh, and, and take a read. And then certainly if anybody has feedback ideas on other tips and techniques, we're all ears. We would love to hear those. Uh, Absolutely. We're, we're finding um, sort of the end of calls that agents let us know about, obviously not sharing anything that's specific to the call, but just very general. I did a test with someone, it was this kit and here's what I learned, or I did a test with somebody and it was this kit and here's what I learned. And we're just continuing to populate our knowledge base. So as more and more of you um, get in touch with agents for that assistance with an at-home test, we're, we're just a wealth of knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. And a couple of the things that I personally have learned, because I've got to play with a couple of these tests. They were expired tests and they were ones that uh, I had gotten from our health department actually uh, to play with and look and see exactly how we would go through this process. So one of the things that I learned was the swabs for many of these tests come on really long sticks. And I found that as a totally blind person, yeah, I'm pretty well coordinated, but boy, six inches is a long way away when you're trying to put something up your nose, not to be indelicate. Uh, so you might want to uh, be able to grip that particular stick of the swab at a point that's a little bit closer to the swab part, as long as you don't touch that cotton, uh, it's a lot easier to control. And then probably the number one thing, and this goes for any IRA interaction, is make sure that you have good lighting um, before your call. I know many of us who are totally blind, uh, you know, light is kind of that afterthought. And <laughs> we realize when our agent says, um, could you turn on the light please? That we have maybe not adequate lighting where we are. So having good lighting is really important. Um, being able to prop your phone up at an angle um, to be able to get uh, the photo of you as you are doing the test with the various implements there um, in the test, that's also important. And now let me say verbally the website where you can find all this great information. And that is www.ira.io slash ira-covid-promotion and ira is spelled A-I-R-A. So that's ira.io slash ira-covid-promotion. And we put that up in the chat. So if you want to save the chat, but we will also have that um, in the show notes for the podcast and also in um, the, let's see, we'll put it there and we will also have it in the transcribed version. That's where I was heading with that. Um, and, and Janine, uh -huh. I'll just... Uh, oh, sorry to interrupt you. I'll just pop in and say, and we can put the link to it in the newsletter that goes out toward yes. the end of oh, the week also. Yes, that will definitely be coming out. And toward the end of the week, again, you'll get our monthly newsletter, which is going to have a lot of this information. We also understand that in the United States now, um, you can order test kits. You can get four of them per physical address in the United States. And they are, we're not sure exactly which kits they're going to be. And I'm sorry, I didn't get the name of this kit prior to the call. Um, we jokingly call it the lollipop kit because uh, the when you have finished the test and you have the sample stick in where it's supposed to be with the reagent material and you're waiting on the test results, it folds up and the stick becomes like a lollipop stick. And so it looks like a giant lollipop actually. And that's kind of our slang name for it. That is definitely not the name that it actually properly has. And that particular test kit has um, been- There are four individual rapid antigen COVID-19 yes. tests. But they don't yep. say specifically which kind. Now, yep. this particular kit, the one that we're talking about, which I'm sorry, we'll get the name of that for you. But um, it seems to be the easiest one to use because you don't have to put the swab into a small vial or container of liquid. You 
pour the liquid into a specific place on the test kit, and then you put the swab into that specific place, twirl it around, and close the box. And so that's much, much easier than having to drip certain amounts of things onto a place um, and then read the results. The other thing that we are finding is that there are different times from, you know, within which you need to read those test results. So we are also suggesting that you have some sort of a timer there with you, um, whether that is your phone, whether that is a watch, etc. So um, we are recommending that you have a timer because usually you will need to wait from five to 15 minutes for the tests to percolate, <laughs> as we say. Uh, and then you will need to read the results within five minutes of that time period ending or they, the um, agent dries on the paper, literally. And so you're not gonna see the results, but um, we will go ahead and put those links in the chat again for the website. And we're also going to put, I will put another one up here for um, the test site for the US where you can actually order your test kits and an agent can help you with this site. It's extremely accessible, but if you need help or if you just feel you'd be more efficient doing it with an agent, they can absolutely help you under the promo. While I'm putting those links up again though, I would love, Troy, we're going to be involved in some advocacy with some of the organizations that are working toward making these tests more accessible. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So as we all know, I think we know those tests really require, I mean, they're, they're visual tests. Like look at the lines on this strip, assuming I get it correctly administered, it's not accessible. And so, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, I was talking to Mark Bono this morning and, um, and I know ACB is encouraging um, others to raise their voice, but right now those tests that we're getting for free from the government in particular um, or, or funded by the government either way are not accessible and so the question it's great to have ira to support an inaccessible experience but how can we and when i say we i mean collectively whether that's the government that makes the test whether that's ira whether that's nfp like but how can how can can we create an accessible test right and it's not for me to you know, I, I have a couple ideas, but that's not where it's going to come from. Like it's going to be a collaboration. And while that nothing has been started, nothing has really concretely done. I think that's the challenge that we collectively faced. And um, we're here to both collaborate and then help share what's not accessible. Although fundamentally, um, you know, uh, it, it, it it doesn't even take a rocket science, it doesn't take anyone to realize this, it's a visual only uh, test. So a lot of words to say, what can we do A, to get tests that are accessible and then and then B, given it's a government uh, provided test as a government website, I think there's a, an extra onus on the, you know, the, the, yeah, the government, the administration to, to look at that and drive the creators of the tests to, to do that. Gosh, I used a lot of words for that, um, but well, yeah, um, that, that's what's going on. It's a, it's a big piece to bite off. Mm -hmm. And I'll, it's, uh, it's Sandy, everybody. I'll just pop in and add to what Troy said um, without any specifics, because it's premature to share specifics. We're having some conversations with folks in other countries about how we can provide support in the same in the same vein. So places and people who are familiar with IRA and trust us and trust our agents um, inquiring about the same. How can we support um, rapid at home test taking for the same problem? Because they're the kits are the kits are the kits. Doesn't matter where you are, they're all inaccessible. So Sure, and as we obviously, it goes without saying, as we formalize any of that, we'll communicate with all of you. And I see here that Ryan has posted an 800 number if you don't. Uh, I did, but kits. I still yeah. submit to hosts and panelists and not <laughs> everyone. So let me fix that. Um, Alrighty. So, so if you actually, don't you... have, if you don't have a computer or if you're just calling on, uh, on the phone, uh, I'll read this out. You can also call 800 
0233 and you can order your COVID test over the phone um, instead of using the website. Those four at home tests. And yep. Ryan, I just shared the number in the chat with you. You're brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> so, so, to re, so to recap in the chat, there's the URL for our IRA COVID promotion page. And on that page is a link to the tips for testing accessible PDF. There is a link to the US government uh, site where you can order tests and then the telephone number uh, for the same purpose to be able to call and place that order. And again, um, and I realize I'm repeating myself, but it's intentional. As we gather and learn more, not just about what's happening in the States, but what's happening in other countries, uh, we'll add another section to that same webpage, um, IRA-COVID-Promotion. Maybe we'll put a, just an info section and add these other URLs and phone numbers there. Uh -huh. And I see, I believe that you can scroll. We have had someone ask in the chat how oh, to scroll. Gee, I think the you're doing, you have the same restriction I did. Oh. I think yours uh -huh. is only going to panelists too. Oh, <laughs> okay, yep. well, fantastic. Uh, Sandy's, Sandy's the lifesaver today. Okay, well. <laughs> I'm, the I'm the scribe. For you're going to be the scribe. Okay. Yep, <laughs> that's, the scribe. A, that's appropriate. Yes. Alrighty. Meanwhile, I will fix my my um, my particular thing here. Well, before we take questions from everyone, um, let me do our segment before the big announcement. And this is the segment about rules of the road. And these are just some things that pop up from time to time that we like to remind you about. And of course, that first one, uh, and these are for using the service, you know, effectively getting the most out of your call and also remembering some of our terms of service. So the first thing, of course, was back with the, the um, test kits, remember your lighting, um, consider lighting, because even though your phone's flashlight can sometimes get the job done, it can also work against you, especially if what you're trying to read is shiny. Um, the glare off the flashlight can sometimes be difficult. So some ambient lighting is always good to help your agent and your agent can tell you very, you know, yeah, very nicely how to, how to set that, you know, if they need that and how to get that going. The next thing is one that we, we like to remind you of every now and then because of certain laws about streaming in public restrooms, we are not able to assist you in a public restroom. And if you call us within a public restroom, we'll have to disconnect even a family restroom. And this is because there are state laws that prohibit streaming in public restrooms. And we don't want anyone to get in trouble. We especially don't want to get in trouble, but we don't want you to either for streaming. Now, that said, believe me, we understand, especially Ryan and I, that public restrooms are sometimes the most frustrating places to navigate. Um, just because they're all laid out differently, where things are located is often, you know, a mystery. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, um, due to legal reasons, we are not able to help you there. So your agent will disconnect a call or they will turn on privacy mode. And you can find privacy mode if you're in a call. You can go to, it's just below the middle of your screen. If you swipe from the middle of your screen, swipe to the right with one finger on your iPhone. I think it's probably similar for Android. Similar on the Android, um, yep. Yep, yep and you'll find that privacy button. And that is gonna turn off the audio and video for the agent. And you can always do that if you're only gonna be in there, in there for a few uh, minutes, well, or then you can also- Just a reminder also... that does not pause your minutes though. So no, if it you, does you not. go in privacy mode, it does not pause your minutes. So <laughs> yep, your minutes are still gonna uh, count. Because so... you can't hear the agent, you're still- yep. Yep. And so it may be a better option to actually go ahead and, you know, the, hang up the call and call back again then whenever you are finished and you're outside. So uh, thank you all for your chat messages about the New Year's Cheers. coverage. New Year's was so much fun. Apparently I was, I was 
we had a party engaged but you guys were partying and from we had a party like we went we went for i think i think that the in total between all five streams was like five hours like it was pretty crazy um (laughs) we uh to overview we did the australian fireworks in the morning oh my goodness sydney harbor fireworks was amazing um we did the of course uh imagine and did <laughs> yes, we did, um, we Ray did Campbell. We the, partied like uh, it was 1999. You bet. <laughs> the, of course, Imagine and the New Year's uh, New York ball drop, and Ooh. then, and then we did some country music New Year's, uh, and we went and did the musical note drop for the Central Time Zone. Um, we were we were kind of sad at you, Mountain People. You 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 guys were uh, really difficult to find uh new year's for uh we, we need to figure that out next year um but pacific time zone you pulled it together with your disneyland fireworks for new year's eve we got the disneyland new year's eve fireworks and they were absolutely beautiful um and wonderful so thank you everyone who got to join us and that perfect segue guys like yes uh, thank you so much to ryan and the agents who made that happen Uh, i want to shout out to those agents like you guys uh, you know you guys are great but (laughs) Mm -hmm. so we are returning our afternoon at the museum series which i know a lot of you were very fond of we are returning that series in january and what we're going to do we're going to do one each month and in january we are featuring one of our best of afternoon at the museum uh shows and that is our trip to the national civil and human rights center in atlanta and that you can access again through our website or you can go to our youtube channel where we have an afternoon at the museum playlist so you can watch them all if you want Uh, but we do have on the website a new space where you can look at those and if you go to it we'll make it really simple if you go to our newsroom and you see our martin luther king jr day article and blog post by agent amanda there's a link at the bottom of that where you can go to our afternoon at the museum page so that's January, but Ryan Bishop, what's going on in February for our special live event? Well, I, you know, I'm really happy. First of all, let me just say that to bring live events to Ira, and I don't, I'm not going to take credit for this one because it wasn't my idea, but Janine and Sandy brought it, um, and so I have a question: Who likes puppies? Um, because (laughs) on February 13th, we are starting our morning off on Animal Planet. We are going to be describing with visual interpretation, the entire puppy bowl. Um, and that is why I made the comment earlier about the fun of the, uh, the agents that are going to get to do that because i don't think you guys understand like our agents love animals like if you show our agents animals (laughs) they have you know we have to get joshua to talk about the limb rule at some point um it's a it's a funny rule um (laughs) uh, but our agents love animals um but then after that we will also not end there we will continue our coverage of said events and move on to the February 13th big game the where big we game. will do the beginning of the game. So we'll do the beginning, the coin toss, the pre-game entertainment national anthem, pre-game at 3 p.m. Eastern and time. And then we will not be doing the game description itself, mm-hmm. but we will do the halftime show. Yeah. So the Zoom will stay open. You'll get the halftime show. And uh, so I'm super excited to be able to bring all of that to you guys. Uh, And and really, I'll I'll throw this out here again, since we have so many of you here. uh, I'm more than happy to bring events to people. So if you guys have an event, a big event like this that you would like done, please feel free to send them to support at ira.io. Especially Absolutely. if you're in other countries, guys. Like I, I'm more than oh, happy to cover uh, multi-country to events too. Yeah. So if you guys have them, please bring them in, and and yep. uh, we'll do them. So and I just want. Oh. 
Sorry, yep. Janine, may I pop in for a nope, second? That's okay. Yeah, so, pop in. Yeah. We have some uh, some conversations in our chat panel here. Let's go and talk about them a little bit. Oh, sure. Some of us are lamenting over our <laughs> teams. Our, oh, our my goodness. Team. And but, we Packer but, fans are like waving our arms and dancing. That, and that's right. But my, <laughs> my, pop, my pop in was about the... Um, the, the puppy bowl and the big game. We'll just keep referring to it as the big game. So uh, obviously we'd love for all of you to register and join us. Um, equally as important, uh, tell your friends, your network, Please tell your, your friends. colleagues, yes. Your, yes. your cohorts, however you want to describe your circle. Um, you don't need to be an explorer. Of course, we would like everybody to be an explorer. You don't need to be an explorer. You can register and join us anyway, uh, and then have a great opportunity to hear, see, feel what, um, what visual interpreting is all about with these incredible examples, the puppy bowl and those couple of features of the big game. So again, yeah. spread the word. Uh, Janine will cover all the places. Oops, sorry about the background noise in my house. Um, Janine will cover all the places where. Um, sorry, I just completely yeah. lost my. Register for that. Where you can find the information and register, <laughs> yes. but we encourage you to, to, to share it uh, broadly. And while we're on this topic, we did receive a question uh, from. Rachel S., who wants to know why we won't describe the big game, so the game itself. Uh -huh. This is a good question. And the reason that we won't is we are not sportscasters. And describing a football game, as we found out the year that we did it with Greg Stilson, it's really tough. You need to really be a professional sportscaster. And there are um, a number of great radio-based sportscasters that do a wonderful job of describing, you know, play-by-play, -play, color commentary, all of that. And so that's primarily why we are not describing the game itself. Um, we will we have the that. audio. Like, I'll yep, say that. We, like, we will oh, have yeah. the audio, the audio and the will video be there. on the Zoom. <laughs> so it will be on Zoom if you, you just won't get description, but you'll get mm -hmm. the audio and video if you're on Zoom. So if you yeah, can't watch so. it on your TV or if you don't mm -hmm. have TV, it'll be on mm -hmm. the IRA Zoom. Yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> and uh, I know what most people do is they, they get their favorite radio sportscaster and they tune them in. Uh, especially if you are a fan of one of the teams, you'll have a local person or team that will be doing it and it'll be fantastic. Trust me, I hear the Packers have a great a great radio guy, according to my sister, who is a just I've heard they do Packer actually. I've, I've heard, so I've, yes, I've heard he's radio guys. amazing, and we have that confirmed by Mr. Ray Campbell. So, yay! But that is why we will not be doing the game itself. But we'll be doing those parts of the game that you know we can do, and we have the expertise in, which is describing. I mean, um, I should mention that if people want to listen to the uh, you know the winning broadcasts, they should go on iHeartRadio and they can listen to. You know the, the San Francisco broadcast. Um, oh, I'm just saying. Ooh, like, I see. Uh huh. Ooh, I try, see. Try. NBR, NBR 680. <laughs> carrying, like, if you want to hear. Oh the, my goodness. The, the, uh, know, uh, right, or so, if you uh, if you like a sad story, you can listen to the Pactor version. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> Let the trash talk begin, folks. There we go. It, it gets violent here at Ira. So we're gonna oh take a question goodness. from. Krista Janik, Janik, I, I can't, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Re-COVID uh, COVID test, how yes. on earth do you take a six inch nose swab as a blind individual <laughs> without well, uh, making your nose sinuses bleed? Yes, well, let me tell you, <laughs> um, the stick is about six inches long, but the actual part that you put in the very uh, uh, front part of your nose is about as long as a regular Q-tip swab. So it's maybe, what, half an inch maybe, if that. Um, and that part is not so long. It's the big old stick that they give you to get it in there. Um, that's the part that's difficult. So luckily, these aren't the ones, these aren't the PCR tests that go all the way up your nose into your brain. No, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, but these are, these are much easier. So you're just going to go around on the inside of your nose, similar to what you might do with the Q-tip with a with a little one. So um, that's luckily no sticks up your nose. 
Thank you. My goodness, you guys are trash See, talking here in the uh, chat. You, this is beautiful. You are talking about the Olympics. You know, I would love to do the Olympics. I will probably do the opening ceremony of the Olympics. Um, Ryan the, may do that as an IRA live event, right? Yeah. The you just may do that on your own, Olympics. huh? I don't know. The opening ceremonies are pretty big. Uh, I oh, won't but love the do any ceremonies. of the actual, like I can see us doing that as an event. I, I won't do any of the actual like Olympic matches that like mm -hmm. that. That's mainly because you can't cover them all. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, curious to see, given the amount of audio description there was this summer for both the Olympics and the Paralympics, yeah, there was, though. pretty they excited. Oh, someone asked if we will describe the Super Bowl commercials. And we are intending to have a special for you that we will record the day after and make that available to you with an agent and myself and Ryan looking at those Super Bowl commercials. So we probably I'm sure you'll get them. them. I mean, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure if there's but a funny one, we'll mention it. We, but we, mean... we may in, in, <laughs> in, yeah, well, at the, the time, but we're going to do one the next day yeah. where we, we look at them all and we, we go over them all and we look at the popular ones and, and whatnot because we know there will be some that you'll definitely need some description for oh, sure. every year. And I always love the Budweiser one because I love the Clydesdales. So, you know, that's always one of my favorite ones. Have, so uh, definitely excited for the puppy bowl. So I would like to hear that. We have, and uh, the kitty halftime show will be covering that. So kittens on the beach. Uh, oh, my heart. <laughs> We have a, what do you suggest that we prop the phone on so the agents oh. can see our COVID at home tests? Very good question. Sure. So yeah, Jean, I, I can, I can pop in with this Go one. Go for it. I, but before I answer the, uh, other than perhaps a phone stand, um, I have an idea, but before I answer that, someone posted sounds horrifying as the comment. I'm thinking it was in response to the description about the swab, the stick and the swab. Um, first person account, having taken one of these, it, it's not. It's far, far less invasive than the one that everybody tells you is horrible and makes you see stars, so to speak. It's, it's not invasive um, and it's not uncomfortable. So uh, mm -hmm. I guess I declare it's not horrifying. Um, no. <laughs> okay. with, with, with that behind us. Uh, so one of the uh, pairs of people I had the opportunity to, to sort of work, walk through this with um, to help write these instructions, um, the explorer used a box. It happened to have been from a Cuisinart blender. So if anybody has, <laughs> and obviously the brand, the brand doesn't matter. But if you think about the size and shape of a blender and a box with similar dimensions, mm -hmm. you get about the right height for the phone to sit on top of that box, just sort of hanging mm -hmm. the lip hanging over the edge with the camera facing down toward the table where you'd be manipulating the test pieces mm -hmm. and it worked there was bright lighting as janine mentioned earlier um, that having lighting for the agent is helpful slash necessary uh, there was uh, a really good view for the agent to see everything the explorer was doing or needed to do and the only time the explorer had to adjust that camera position was at the very very end after of the sample, I'll just say, had cooked, for lack of a better word, uh, mm -hmm. or the reagents were able to react, um, and the agent was reading the result, then we wanted the phone camera to be a little bit closer so the agent could see uh, what happens is a line, every kit's a little bit different, but for the, for the most part, you could say um, a line in a certain color appears uh, to indicate positivity or a different, or a line doesn't appear or a line in a different color to indicate negativity. So that was the only time that the explorer needed to move his phone so the agent could see the actual um, results on the test. The little, just one other detail about this, just in the spirit of 
familiarizing everybody, the little um, tray. So Janine described this lollipop kit earlier. So think of maybe a like a giant sized matchbook that opens and the swab that you've run around the inside of your nose lays into a, um, a, a, a crevice that's designed for it to lay into. And then the matchbook closes. So the other form of test is there's a little um, tray that has indentations in it and they refer to it as a cassette. So not a cassette like you would have inserted a, a radio cassette. It's a little bit smaller than that, but it's often referred to as a cassette. So back to the point about the propping up the phone, the only time the agent had to move, asked the explorer to move the phone was to see the results on that little cassette. And we actually had another question here from Ray, which I have forgotten because I was looking at something else. Ray Sorry asks, about that. is it better to use the back facing camera or the yes. front facing camera? Ray, we only support today the back facing camera. Yep. So, yep. which would be the better um, one to use anyway yep. um, for lighting purposes. And your what you're going to prop it up on should be about six to eight inches above. Um, I actually used. Um, <laughs> I was trying to grab things and I grabbed two boxes of dishwashing detergent and laid them uh, flat on the table on top of each other. And that made a nice stable surface for my phone um, to to stay well, there on. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Amazon <laughs> boxes, we... whatever you've got. Yeah. Should we grab yeah. some hands? Yeah, or... let's yeah. grab some hands. We've, uh, yeah, All stack right, of let's books. let's grab some hands. All right. So let's start with if we can get Cindy's iPhone. Let's see what the iPhone has to say. Yeah. Hey, Cindy. Uh, hello. Hey, How are you doing? Hello there. Good evening, everyone. I am just wanting to say how happy and excited I am that the Edmonton International Airport has been included. I am just ecstatic. <laughs> oh, are you in Edmonton, Cindy? Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh, how exciting. Yay. <laughs> we are happy So yeah, I kind of posted yay EIA to you guys, but <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because the uh, A Lady device pronounces it yay. When I asked what the airport code was, it said yay. And I thought it was Y A Y because most of the Canadian airports start with <laughs> why i thought what a great airport code and i i have since learned differently however it's still a good airport code so yeah that is actually stands for edmonton international airport so. and they are live <laughs> as of last saturday so you know That's anytime awesome. you go yeah and we That's hope you know. Thank definitely you. enjoy it no. well thank Rob. you hmm. all Fantastic. right let's hear from how about we hear from Larry? How about, hello, Larry. And my hey, dog will sigh get... very loudly. There you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is Larry. Um, oh, Larry. I'm so sorry. Sorry about I'm, that. That's okay. I'm, I'm used to it. <laughs> um, and this may not be an, a, it, it might be off topic or, or whatever. You mentioned using an expired, um, test kit how long do these kits how long are, that i mean if, is, if, I, were, if yeah. I were to order a kit and mm -hmm. say i were to order a kit and have it sent to me and you know it takes 10 or 12 days to get it mm -hmm. and i don't have covid right now so i would It'd be a good right. time to order one, but how yeah. long do they last? They will have an expiration date on the package, which is a good thing to know. I did not realize that, but they do have the date right on the package. So you will want to check that when you get your kit. Um, your agent can tell you when that date is, when it expires. Different kits have different expiration dates. Um, I'm not sure exactly how long they are. It's for it's a fair amount of time. The ones I was using were from September so um and they had not I'm been curious. around very long so I'm yeah. curious about these ones that they're shipping four of like you think that if they're sending you four they give you a good expiration date on them but I'd be you would think so I, I think they... they're good for a, for a fair amount of time but again um the expiration date is they're on the package and the agent can check that out for you so that you know exactly if you need to use them and i don't know about their policy for replacing them if you know uh, you don't need them during that time frame and they do expire all right we <laughs> great are question hear from, though uh, Let's hear from Brent. 
All right. Hello, Brent. Oops. Like Brent's still getting himself unmuted. Okay. So while and Brent is getting something. himself unmuted. There um, we go. Oh, there you go. There ah, go. there we are. Ah, Hello there, sir. Okay. Yay. Hey, I was going to say, I remember you, Janine, because you helped me get uh, stuff squared away with the bows frames. And the oh, yes. The, I thought that I name was yeah, familiar. There we go. Again. Well, first of all, all you football fans, you're all going down because how about them cheese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you can't get, can't get away without a cheese getting there. Oh, my goodness, pitching. no. But uh, my, my question was, uh, it was actually about the football. I'm kind of, it's, it's too bad that you're not describing the, uh, the football game. I, I, I know that the broadcasters will say things like, uh, he's to the 25, the 20 or so, but they don't really mm -hmm. describe things like what the different formations look like. I mean, what's a shotgun formation look like? What's an eye oh. formation look like? What's a pocket? Mm. Uh, you know, you know uh, Ryan, we may have to do a visit to the Football Hall of Fame, which is about two I think hours that from where I live. I think we're going to have to do that. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. I think you just want an excuse to go on a trip. But I, know, I was going to say, I think there should be a road trip, you know? Right? Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I think that's a good idea. Because, yeah, I, I would agree there brent like mm -hmm. i think uh you know i've i've i'm a big football fan here too and i think uh, you know i've watched it too and i've always wondered you know certain things like that uh so that's a good yeah. point uh, what's a blitz you know, that's, Ooh, that's, you know we may have to do a little, uh, little pregame ourselves huh yeah. i think so yeah so, yeah <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll get maybe we can do that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, let's let's see if we've got on deck that cool. can that can handle that one. That's an interesting interesting Brent, idea. Um, I I can answer what a blitz is. It looks like this. It's like when all the 49ers get past all the defensive or all the offensive linemen Ooh. and they get to the quarterback all at the same time. That's called a blitz when they send all the players. Oh, listen to this. Oh, they listen all line up this. in a straight line and just run it. Most of the players are mostly defensive players. Instead of waiting to cover someone, just blindly run in and try and get the quarterback. So it's it's. Uh, oh, it's, y'all attack gang up on the quarterback. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a bit of a gamble yeah. though. Yeah, you're wow. gambling. I bet it looks like an awesome pileup. <laughs> <laughs> and notice you said 49ers. Unless you're, the guy, oh, unless you're the guy they're after. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. All right. Well, let's hear from, <laughs> let's hear from Renee. Yes. Good oh, evening. Hi, Renee. How are um, you this evening? Oh, I'm great. And I, I really, really, really like Ira. I think it's worth every penny that I pay for and more. And the agents are just wonderful. My question is on a completely different topic. Uh, my husband and I have a joint account mm -hmm. and it was a situation where my husband wasn't with me and I needed to purchase extra minutes. And I would like to see, um, uh, I would like to see when, when a person sets up an account like that, if <clears throat> there can be some sort of permission given so that, um, uh, and I understand why um, that could be because my husband is the main person on the account and we're sharing the account. But uh, I had to, I had to, I couldn't get anything done until he got to the phone and said, yes, um, that he would approve the purchase of more minutes. And I'd so like to see. He I'd can, like to see some kind of a permission mm -hmm. thing. He can tell. So if you uh, if you guys call customer care uh, and you, uh, yeah, if I can word correctly today, um, if he calls customer care, he can actually uh, ask them to put a note on his account uh, that you can call yourself and have those additional minutes purchased. Um, and if he just specifically asks for that permission and says, you know, that you guys are, uh, primary and secondary users on the account. And that if you call in, you have the ability to purchase, they can make a note on his account and then, uh, going forward, you'll be able to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We think we did ask about that. I'm not sure if that got done or not. I've just wanted to, um, to mention it um and uh but yeah I, I really do i really do enjoy the service we use i use it for everything if i oh, um if he if he drops his hearing aid or he lost a <laughs> pill 
<laughs> something, anything. I mean, I, I, um, there's a, a lot of, a lot of uses for it. So I, I really, and I hope, um, I think, I think the one thing that we miss, um, is the glasses. Um, I know that, um, that got discontinued, but that was really great for having hands free. And, uh, um, so I don't know if you if you're going to be doing that anymore, having the glasses, you know, that, that you used to Not have. Not directly from us, um, but we will be looking at uh, third-party uh, alternatives in the future that may uh, support that or that will support Ira um, uh, third-party devices. So you think uh, other company manufacturers who would support glasses that would support uh, our app? Uh -huh. so. Um, but we won't do any like equipment manufacturing ourselves anymore for. for no, I, yeah. And yeah. I understand that. Yeah. We miss the, he misses the glasses. You know, I like the lanyard idea. I put the phone in the lanyard. Um, as far as having the phone on a stand or standing it up, are there phone stands out there that you can just put the phone in? Because when you were talking about like saying, at home? Yeah. Yes. For the at home yep. testing, you know, you put the I mean, I don't understand how you would how you would put the phone propped up on a box to. Ah, so what you would do, because this one was something I didn't understand either, Renee, until I actually did it. But what you will do is you will lay the phone flat on a box or something to prop it up a bit, and you'll lay it face down with the back part of the phone resting on the box and then you'll slide it out so that that back facing camera is facing down toward the table that you're working on and so it just gets that camera up off the table uh, but in a place where the agent can see your hands because at first i was thinking oh i'm going to prop the phone up you know like in portrait mode horizontal or vertically yeah, no you're actually going to lay it down you just lay it up down the on ceiling. its back screen yep yep like you're laying on a new table to charge it at night. <laughs> and, and then the agent can actually see your hands and actually, you know, let you know where things are in the kit. And they will help you also. They can tell you, okay, that's not quite high enough or that's a little too high. Um, so they can actually help you. Um, and I grabbed a bunch of things before I got started just in case I didn't have it high enough or I was a little too high or something like that. So I had a bunch of things ready to go. Let's see, we are. Right. Hope that helped. I think we, can, we are yeah. at the top of the hour. Um, if anyone has any more questions about COVID testing, you can always email them to support at ira.io. We'll be happy to answer what we can. Um, also, we have our website, which is ira.io slash ira-covid-promotion. And again, excuse me, ira is spelled A-I-R-A. Um, you can also, in the case of Renee's question, you can also text. And we have a number of text uh, numbers for our customer care. You can text them a question. Uh, and those numbers are all at ira.io under the contact us area down at the bottom of the page, right? Sandy, Sandy is our web guru. So. Ira.io <laughs> forward slash contact dash us. Is Whoa. The wow, I'm so impressed. Wow. Ryan is right. Ryan is right. Yes. And there's uh, uh, on the um, top of the home page navigation. If, if you just said that this, forgive me, I was just answering yep. somebody's <laughs> question in the Q&A. Top of the home page, uh, home page, top navigation to the very far right is a button that says contact us or the URL that Ryan just shared. Awesome. Yep. And you know what time it is. Time <clears throat> for the Braille calendar. Da, 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 da. It is February 2022 for our next call. And it will be on the 16th, Wednesday, the 16th. Hey, hey, hey that is the week February. of our Puppy Bowl broadcast. Yeah. Ooh, so we will, we will be recovering from our Puppy Bowl big game broadcast. Hopefully we were not blitzed by either puppies or the Packers. Ha ha. Um, 
<laughs> and we will be with you then. And uh, who knows what we'll have in store. Uh, our March Afternoon at the Museum is going to be the Shed Aquarium in Chicago. I so, love that yes, museum. we are. I love that museum too. That's on my bucket list uh, when I make my Chicago trip here soon. So, yeah. absolutely. But uh, join us next time. This will be on our podcast feed probably by Friday. So, um, you can point all your friends and let them know. And again, questions, comments, ira.io is where you can find all of our, oh, I'm sorry, ira.io slash contact dash us, or click the link and in the banner at the top of the page. All righty. Well, until next time, I'm Janine Stanley here with Ryan Bishop. He's, oh, he's gearing uh, up. Yep. He's gearing up. <laughs> Thank he's, you, guys. Like... It's been a pleasure. Looking forward to seeing everyone on the 13th for our big no, broadcast. And we have Sandy Marcus. Thank you, everybody, for having me. It was a pleasure, and I'll, I'll be with the gang next month. All right. And our CEO, Mr. Troy Attilio. Good evening, Lynn. Uh, great, great hearing from you all, and I, I hope it's a great game. All the games are good. That's all we hope for is entertainment, right? Absolutely. And thanks for entertaining me as and, the and sole the... Niner fan. Thank you. I was going to say, and then that Soccer World Cup is coming, and look out. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much. We will see you next month here at IRA. <laughs>